You are Locked On Grizzlies, your daily Memphis Grizzlies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Grizzlies podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark King, for this show. Uh, Another great show for you guys. Thursday edition, the Grizzlies played the Hawks last night and lost. Uh, Lost 132 to 111 on a day where we were so... Uh, we were so excited about them getting back to the uh, ninth spot, gaining some traction against a team that's not very good. They could not do it. So so we'll talk about that game and more coming up on today's show. Uh, if you're not already following the show, please go ahead and do that on Twitter at LockedOnGrizz. If you're not already following me on Twitter at King underscore producer, do that as well. That is where we will continue the conversation after the show. Uh, make sure you're getting your questions in for Monday mailbag. I will be back this Monday, so get those questions in on Monday mailbag. Uh, you can DM them to me on Twitter. You can just tweet them to me. I usually put out a tweet on Sunday that uh, lets everybody know uh, to just reply to that tweet. Or you can just email me, lockdowngrizz at gmail.com, and I can get it that way as well. Uh, let's talk about this game. The, uh, let's talk about the idea of winning this game. We talked about the other day that uh, the Atlanta Hawks game was, was, a, was a very important game uh, because they're they're right in that mix with you in the tankathon, um, the, the 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 reverse standings, if you will. They're right in that mix. They're they were they're at fifth uh, still are they were at fifth still are at fifth. Um, but you they the Grizzlies were sitting in eighth. They slipped to seventh because of the because Washington won, and so uh, they were tied right there with Washington at 28 wins. Washington goes on a wins last night, so they had 29. The Grizzlies still have 28. So uh, they were right in that mix. They, you know, they still are very much in the mix. It is not like it's something that's gone away completely. They, they are still um, two full games out of the ninth spot. So... Um, the the biggest the biggest thing is going to be uh, coming up on the weekend. They have um, they have the magic, and so we'll talk about that a little bit. Or excuse me, they have the Washington Wizards. They have we'll talk about that a little bit more coming up. But the Wizards going head to head for a team that is right there with you is is super super important. the The Hawks should have been a win. Every day of the week, this should have been a win. Uh, but the Grizzlies just did not have anything last night. They they were not uh, very good at all against the, the Hawks. Mike Conley uh, was 6 for 14, 20 points, uh, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 1 for 6 from 3. Um, you know, he was okay. Not great, but just okay. You know, just um, not the Mike Conley we've seen over the past week. Uh, not definitely not the way he's been playing lately. Definitely not that Western Conference Player of the Week, but but he's okay. Ivan Rab got the start last night. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas uh, did not play good as well. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas eight points, no rebounds. Uh, just I, I don't know what happened there, but he he was not good. Avery Bradley was not good. Um, Avery Bradley five points, one assist, uh, two for eight. Jonas Valanciunas three for eight. Um, the only savior last night was C.J. Miles. C.J. Miles with 33 points, 8 for 12 from 3, 11 for 16 from, from the field. Uh, just just was slaying it last night, just killing it. Uh, they, they, they just could not uh, stop C.J. Miles. But beyond that, there wasn't a whole lot of, uh, 
whole lot of offense for the Grizzlies. Um, DeLon Wright was was okay. You know, it's something he was 10 points, 4 from 12. is not very, as efficient as you'd like him to be, but as a backup role, as the point guard and the back, his backup role there, um, you know, if you're coming out and getting 10 points and seven, and 7 assists from DeLon Wright on a nightly basis, that's pretty good. Um, I, 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 I'd, I'd argue that's, you know, that's kind of exactly where you want DeLon Wright to be barely in that double digit numbers, uh, you know, really passing the ball well, uh, and taking shots, you know, he was only four for 12, but you want to see him taking those shots for sure. Um, and Joe Kim Noah was, was good as we've long discussed here, Joe Kim Noah, uh, you don't need him to go out and be a big numbers guy, but 12 points, eight assists, five for seven from the field, a very efficient 23 minutes. That's exactly what you want from Joe Kim Noah. Just, you know, you don't need him to go out and be this uh, guy who's going to score a lot of points. Uh, you know, in theory, you have other players on the team that are going to do that for you. Uh, they just, they didn't show up. So, um, but I thought, I thought DeLon Wright and Joe Kim Noah off the bench were, and CJ Miles, excuse me, off the bench were all great. Uh, the bench points for the, for the, for the Grizzlies were, um, right where, you know, right where you kind of need them to be. And so I, I don't think that was, you know, it, it's just, it was the starters that just, that, that just didn't have it for the Grizzlies. Uh, Avery Bradley was again, not great, not good at all. Not even great. It was <laughs> just terrible. Uh, Jonas Valanciunas was terrible. Uh, Justin Holiday uh, was terrible. Has been terrible for some quite some time now. I, I don't understand. I mean, I, there's no one else to play at this point. I get Justin Holiday plays. He plays 18 minutes. I get it. There's no one else to play. But Justin Holiday is not good. I mean, he's not good as a starter. He's not good as a reserve. He's not good. Um, he, he six points last night. Three rebounds. You know, again. A guy you gave up two second round picks for, gave away two players um, for a basically short term rental. Justin Holiday's not coming. If Justin Holiday is back next season, it will be a disaster. That will mean that you have struck out on literally everything you were trying to do, and you're like, ah, I'll just give Justin Holiday a contract. Justin Holiday should not be back on this team next year. If he is, it will be a disaster. Um, but so again, it's a player who you gave away. Lots of assets for for basically a short term rental, and, and not even a good rental at that. Not even a rental that's like helping you do something. It's a rental that is like not great at, at all. Um, and so again, if he's back next season, I, I'll be I'll be angry. I, I, will, I will be angry for sure because he's not good at basketball. Um, and, and you coupled the fact that with that uh, that he's not good, the fact that and. You have J.B. Bickerstaff and a coaching staff who is they're just they refuse to use in the correct way um, and refuse to understand that Justin Holiday coming off screen shooting the basketball does not work. Like it does not work, and I don't know how I can see it and how literally everyone else can see it, but the professional basketball coaches whose job is to look at analytics and understand things cannot see it. I mean, I understand there are certain times where you look at the eye test and, and, and it's different than the, and then the analytical side of things. Like you can understand how, for instance, Avery Bradley, there were some analytics that Matt Herlick had put out a couple weeks ago about uh, Avery Bradley and how he was not good on defense. I mean, his net, neg- net negative was just, or his net rating was just really bad. Um, but on the, on the court, when you're just watching play, you're like, man, I, I don't know. And you see him dropping in. 25 points a night and you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm okay 
with that. I don't understand the analytical deep deeper side of things, but all I know is he's playing really, really well, shoots the ball really well, and that's all I care about. Um, and so, yeah, I, I understand how the eye test sometimes doesn't always match up to the analytical side of things, sometimes for the for the better, sometimes for worse. Uh, but Justin Holiday. It the eye test doesn't the eye test it actually matches perfectly with what you see in the analytics. Um, he struggles from the three, uh, moving, dribbling, things like that. There's something that's just you know it's very very easily found and and seen. And even just even if you didn't know the analytical side of things of what the like the numbers tell you what he's good at. Um, you can just say, hey, he's not good at basketball because I see him play every single night and he doesn't make any shots. And, you know, defensively, it is not great. Uh, we're talking about a last night a defense rating, defensive rating of 128. Just, I mean, of course, all the defensive ratings were awful last night, but so that may be not a great test, but just awful. Um, you know, the Grizzlies had tr- trouble with John Collins, you know, uh, that's not great. And, Trey Young was good. Trey Young was, has been good for uh, several weeks. Uh, he has really, really found kind of coming to his own in, in the NBA. So it's good to see. I, I, I didn't think that I didn't think that Trey Young would be a good NBA player, and there's still obviously a lot of time left, and it kind of remains to be seen. But um, as far as like what we've seen up to this point, and judging by uh, the the games that he's played so far, and that's all you can do is because that's all you have. Um, He's a good, and, and I said that I, I I did not think he would be good at all, uh, and he is so fantastic. I I, I love whenever um, some of the younger guys play really well, and I have no I could care less about being wrong or whatever. But um, uh, it, it's fun to see those young guys play. I think this draft class that come that came out and over um, with 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 Trey Young and. And DeAndre Ayton and, and of course, uh, Jaron Jackson is, is probably going to be one of the best classes that we've had in the NBA for a long, long time. Uh, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back, and we will talk more about this game, plus uh, coming up for the Grizzlies over the weekend. The first weekend of the NCAA tournament is the greatest betting event of the year. Whether you like filling out a bracket, picking a national champion, predicting first-round upsets, or all the above, MyBookie is the perfect home for your March Madness fun. Will Zion Williamson and his teammates cement their legacy at Duke with a title? Can Virginia get past its loss to a 16 seed last year? And can Kentucky get back to the Final Four? If you know the answers, or even if you don't, MyBookie is the place to get in on the action. They have something for everyone, even you, multiple bracket guy. MyBookie has been in business for years. Their goal is to give you the best customer service in the business. And the best part is, they pay out fast when you win. I'm talking 48 hours fast. Bet with the best, then kick back and enjoy March Madness while you watch your picks cash. Deposit with MyBookie today with promo code LOCKEDONNBA for a 50% sign-up bonus. That's a 50% sign-up bonus when you use promo code LOCKEDONNBA. With my bookie, you play, you win, you get paid. Welcome back to the show. As always, if you're not already following the show on Twitter, make sure you do that. At Locked On Grizz. The Grizzlies have, uh, again, like I mentioned before, the Washington Wizards coming up over the weekend. So it's been it's been a short week uh, for the Grizzlies. And to be quite honest, when I say that, it's been a short week. Uh, you've had a couple days off since Sunday. Um, 
playing like garbage against the Atlanta Hawks is frankly unacceptable. I I didn't think about it like that before, but now that I think about it, it kind of irritates me. Like it's 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 really kind of unacceptable to have a couple days off and to go to a Atlanta Hawks team who is just straight up garbage um and they play the second fastest pace in the league. I mean, I get it. They're a fast-paced team, but they are not good. And for the people that go out there and say, "Oh, well, the Hawks have been playing good lately," no, they they are. They've won 24 games in the entire uh, season for a reason. They are not good at basketball. It is a team that you should very much have a chance to beat, and they just they they just beat your ass. I mean, you don't even have a chance. Um, the Hawks literally they have. Let me look at the possessions. They had. The Grizzlies had 89 total field goal attempts. The Hawks had 103. I mean, they they just smashed you on the amount of just possessions, like just attempts. I mean, that you that you have in the game. They they didn't even have a chance there. Um, fast break points. Uh, the Grizzlies had eight, and the Hawks had 31 points in fast breaks. I mean, just just crazy. The the points in the paint 36 for the Grizzlies and 62 for for the Hawks, excuse me, and and just, I mean, I just don't understand how how you can go. It's been the same thing all year with this Grizzlies team. How they just seem to be unprepared for teams and seem to be just don't make adjustments judge adjustments in halftime or or make the wrong adjustment in halftime or just not prepare for adjustments during halftime. I just I don't understand how that is like the how that's still a thing. This many games and this late into the season, I just don't get it. How you can't just be mentally and physically and and have a have a game plan and act, just be prepared for teams because it seems like it happens. It's happened all year it, that they just can't they just can't come prepared like they're supposed to uh, for teams. And so that happened again, and it's just they get smashed. I just they had no reason. I had no business being in that game from start to finish. It was a terrible game. There's a lot of just sloppy basketball, just a lot of turnovers for the Grizzlies, um, just like careless turnovers too. And c- turnovers where, you know, it's different when you're turning the ball over, like if you throw the ball out of bounds and turn it over. But, like, if you pass the ball and they – like just a lazy pass and they're able to steal the basketball at the top of the key, and that just creates a very, very easy basket going the other way. Or if you just turn the ball over – um, you know, just in play and allows them to get out in transition. Those are very different turnovers than turning the ball over like via offensive foul or throwing the ball out of the bound out of, out of like the uh, end zone there, uh, the baseline, or if you just throw the ball out of bounds. Period. Like those are very different turnovers than making turnovers that allow transition points, and that is the type of turnovers they were having um, that, that they had last night. They had. 23 turnovers for eight points that, that they got, and um, the Hawks had 31 points off of turnovers. I mean, just just crazy amount of turnovers uh, for for the uh, excuse me, a crazy amount of points off turnovers turnovers for the for the Hawks against the Grizzlies, and so that was like the main problem is that you have turnovers that are leading to just easy easy buckets, and it was a lot of like careless turnovers, just bad passes, just not paying attention, just. I mean, just looked like they didn't want to be there. Just looked like they had no interest in playing basketball um, on a Wednesday night. And I get it. A Wednesday night basketball game against the crappy-ass Hawks, I mean, it's hard to get up for that. I understand it. 
uh, it's a long season, and you have days at work where you just don't want to be there. Um, and you have days where you just don't want to do anything. And that seems like one of those days for Jonas and Avery and Mike and those starters. It just um, it was a point in the season where they just didn't want to do it. Um, and I get it, uh, but at the same time, they, they need as many wins as they can. And I don't think that's uh, – it's, it's hard for me to have that excuse, you know, whenever you have a couple days off. You know, whenever, whenever you have Monday and Tuesday off and, and you're, you're getting to you – know, Atlanta's a pretty, a pretty easy trip – uh, you get in there fairly early. Um, you don't have a game the next day. You don't even play until Saturday again. So um, I get it. But at the same time, it's not a situation where you have a lot of games grouped into a week where it, it can be a very busy uh, very busy week and it'd be a lot of hard travel and uh, your body gets worn down. But that's not one of those things. This, one of the, this was an easy game and, and you should have won and you missed every opportunity to move up into the reverse standings. Let's talk about the Washington Wizards for just a moment. Uh, they play the Washington Wizards on the uh, on Saturday, uh, the 16th. They uh, The Grizzlies have um, every opportunity to gain a game back against an opponent that is directly in the reverse standings, uh, looking, staring right in the eighth spot, and the Grizzlies are in the seventh spot, and they are, um, again, the Washington Wizards won. So the Grizzlies are 28 wins. The Washington Wizards are 29, but they have a – and this is just like a playoff race where you you are you are tied with a team or you have or you're one game out for the team and you have a, an easy opportunity to play them directly and gain that full game back uh, in the standings. And this is their opportunity to do so. Uh, the Washington Wizards have not been uh, – have not been good this year at all. Uh, there's been obviously the John Wall stuff and – and Bradley Bill stuff. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of stuff surrounding that team for a very very long time this year. So it seems like they have been just kind of all over the place. Um, they are seventh in pace though. They play a very very fast basketball game, and they score a lot of points per game. They're uh, seventh in total points per game as a, at 114. You know they mirror a lot of this Wizards or a lot of this Hawks team that the Grizzlies played last night. And hopefully that's not an indication of uh, a team that they struggle with. Um, they don't, you know, they don't play a lot of defense. They are almost last in defense, uh, defensive rating, the, the wizards, they, they, they don't play a lot of defense. They, they try to move the ball as fast as they can and get up and down the court and score points and transition and, and, and really just score a lot of points and just, they're not going to play a lot of, they're not going to play a lot of, um, they're not going to play a lot of defense. They're just going to get up and down and just score more points than you. That is really the, uh, the idea behind what they're doing. Um, they, they are very, very good at, uh, creating turnovers and, and they're very good at t- creating turnovers in transition, in transition for points. They are fifth in steals per game. So, uh, that's something to look out for. Again, this, it's a very, very similar game against the Hawks. Like you saw just in terms of style of play and what they're trying to do. Uh, they take a lot of field goal attempts every week or excuse me, every game at, at ninth in the league. Uh, and field goal attempts, they are fifth in the league at field goal makes. Uh, so again, they're just they're taking and making a lot of shots. They are creating more possessions in the game because of the because of the steals and and the because of the transition points that they're they are getting in the game. They're just they're creating more opportunities uh, to score the basketball. And again, they're 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 kind of forsaking their defense uh, to get as more to get as many uh, offensive buckets as possible. And so again, that's what you've seen with the Hawks. That's what you're going to see again with the Wizards. Um, they have Bradley Bill just playing like a madman. Twenty five points a game this year. 
Obviously, John Wall, also a very, very good basketball player, but he is out with that Achilles injury, so you won't see him play. Uh, you won't see him play in the game. Um, Dwight Howard also out for them as well. But beyond John Wall and Bradley Bill, there's not a whole lot there for this for this uh, for this Wizards team. They're they're playing Jeff Green 27 minutes a night. Uh, obviously, Trevor, Trevor Ariza is playing uh, as well. So I mean, they 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 are. There's not a whole lot there for this Wizards team beyond Bradley Beal. Uh, they're coming off of a two-game winning streak. And they beat the Orlando Magic as well, uh, just like the Grizzlies did. Uh, I believe that's the game they won last night. And so, you know, if you can shut Bradley Beal down, uh, you know, they have, some, they have some decent role players off the bench, but those role players are Jabari Parker, Thomas Bryant. So, they yes, they have role players off the bench, but those role players are going to, are not consistent. Um, they're just not consistent from night to night. So you, you might see them play well one night and then the next night not be very good at all. And so uh, if you can largely shut down, uh, if you can shut down Bradley Bill, I think I think you're okay. Even in that win, like Bradley Bill was the really the only player that scored. They had a good they had a good bench unit, but uh, you know Jabari Park has been fairly consistent. But still, there's an opportunity there uh, to really close down Jabari Parker and Bradley Bill. Um, you know, Trevor Reza is someone we've seen that can get hot. Uh, he, he can definitely make shots. Um, so you want to avoid that. There's always one person that seems to go off uh, on the Grizzlies and make a ton of shots when they're not supposed to. And Trevor Reza could be that very, uh, could be that candidate, some like uh, minor player or secondary player that always seems to, um, always seems to torch the Grizzlies for, for a lot of threes because Perim- perimeter defense is like never something the Grizzlies have been good at for like years. And I don't, I don't know why I think it's something in the water in this town. I, I really don't know. Uh, but like even like over different iterations of the team, it's just perimeter defense is not something that they do well at, uh, here in Memphis. And so uh, Trevor Reza is, is a good candidate for someone who could potentially go, uh, go off and really score the basketball. So um there are. It's not like they don't have to play defense, but Bradley Bill. You know, you can shut down Bradley Bill, or if you want to, you can sell out and make sure you shut down everybody else and let Bradley Bill have his points and let Bradley Bill have a good game and and just really sell out to everybody else. And so that that'll be you know, and just make sure that they don't get their points and and let Bradley Bill do whatever he wants. And hopefully that's still a recipe for for winning. There's a couple of ways to go about it there. Um, hopefully you see a good game from Jonas Valanciunas. They don't have like a a real true center that they can throw at Jonas Valanciunas. I think he can really, really have an opportunity to have a good game, uh, especially on the low block and the way he plays down and the way he plays down low, kind of banging and bruising. Um, you know, this team's only playing like nine, 10 players a night. You were really like nine players a night uh, for this Wizards team. So uh, really not anybody from Jonas's side of things, as far as just being able to compete with him having a player at his caliber, they just don't. And so I think they really need to focus on getting the ba- the ball into the paint and, and interior and, and, and trying to use Jonas's size and, and ability around the basket to, uh, to create opportunities. And so hopefully you'll see that with Jonas. I think he'll come back and have a good game. And I, I think the Grizzlies win this game. I really do. I think the Grizzlies come out and, and have a good game. It's at, obviously at Washington. So I think they come out and they, they play really well and they get a win against a, a team that they need to get a win against uh, that is basically 
their direct competition for conveying that pick here in the offseason. So, again, that's the show for today. Hope you guys enjoyed it. We will come back with a show tomorrow. Hopefully we'll have a guest with us. I will try to make that happen tonight. Um, if you're not already following the show, again, make sure you do that at Lockdown Grass. Follow me on Twitter at King underscore producer. Uh, if you guys are not already getting your mailbox questions in, do that now. If you're not already getting your mailbox questions in, make sure you do that. You can email them to me at LockedOnGrizz at gmail.com. You can tweet them to me. You can Facebook the messages them to me. Any way you want to do it, you can do it. Uh, if you're not already subscribed to the show in iTunes, please do that right now. Subscribe in iTunes so you can get those automatic downloads every single day. And it really helps us in the iTunes Apple rankings as well. If you could leave a review, if you have time to leave a re- review, rate the podcast, please do that because it really helps out the show in iTunes. If you're not doing um, if you're not doing Apple, you can still find the show on Stitcher or wherever you get your podcast. If you're still unsure about it, still the end, just go to LockedOnGrizzlies.com.